I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If I told you there was a very, very old ring, but just one of them, not seven of them, or 39 or however many the Lord of the Rings was, which game slash genre would I be talking about? Would it be um, perhaps Elden? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. I win a cookie. You win title of the biggest game of the year so far. So far. What's coming out this year? So it's going to be it's going to be game of the year, isn't it? Fuck me. Uh, welcome to the Gamers 2 podcast. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. The video game industry. The Souls game industry. Do we want to cover anything else that's going to pique our interest before we get anywhere else? MLB still in a lockout because they can't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, F1 testing began. F1 testing did begin. Porpoising. That's the big news. If, porpoising. If you don't know what porpoising is in a car, because I I had an idea. I didn't know because I'd never, I had, I wasn't around the first time it was yeah, happening. Yeah. I wasn't either. It was in like seventies. Yeah, but but I also don't pay attention to yeah. history like that. Uh, and then when we saw it in testing, and you're like, "That's porpoising." I was like, "That is that hysterical," is and that is a hundred percent porpoising. <laughs> I did the same thing because I was like, I watched like the first day of testing, like a video, a couple videos on it. I was like, oh, "That was cool." And then like the second day rolled around, and I get on my YouTube. You know, just to do, see what's on there. And I kept seeing all these Formula One videos where they're like, porpoising, porpoising, porpoising. I'm like, what the fuck is porpoising? It's a hell of a verb. And then, like, I clicked on a video and, like, they showed the car. And I was like, that's porpoising. <laughs> and then, like, I went through the whole history of it. But... It's one of the more apt descriptors. Yeah. It's a really interesting. It's kind of fascinating. So, we'll we'll breeze through it real quick. Formula One, new cars. Uh, they're going back to... Um, uh ground effect cars so the the floor pans have all sorts of fun things they do but essentially um it's all about ride height so like when you hit quick speeds when the cars get up to speed on straightaways and whatnot um the amount of uh downforce creates vacuums in different places and basically it causes a, a reverberation through the car which then the car rocks 
back and forth on its front and rear axles, and you get like what looks like a fucking dolphin swimming yeah. through the water. As you if you saw a, exactly as if you saw a porpoise going through the water, you'd go, mm-hmm. "Yep." And like, yeah, it's. I don't think you can get rid of it like permanently. Like, it's not something you can just get no, rid I, of. I believe you can limit the effect of it, so yeah. it's not as. Uh, obvious yeah like so if you do like a slow one that's fine but if it's a quick one and you're like snapping necks and stuff that's yeah it's a it's a mix between uh porpoises or dolphins and those old quarter machines that used to be able to ride in the front of supermarkets with the horses that just kind of go back and forth it's like the same thing yeah yeah then the the mlb lockout man that's why that's fun stuff yeah yeah i i Fun is a, a weird word for that. It is. Sad. It is sad. Annoying. Mm-hmm. It's um fun to see, not fun, but it's fascinating to see, like, all the news people who can talk about it and all the, like, commentators and stuff that we watch, like, you know, John Boy Media, and them, like, calling what's going to happen and like why they're doing things. And then it like, and then watching it happen. And then it, it happens. And I was like, these motherfuckers, <laughs> like these they, goddamn team owners. I'm not the only one in the simulation. Yeah. I have the simulation for the video game industry. They have the simulation for baseball. Yeah. The funny thing is watching reporters and, and, John Boy and and those other influencers stuff like that mm-hmm. do their takes, but then you see like uh, the Associated Press story, and the AP is just jerking off the owners. Really, I haven't. The, their the way they write is that the players are at fault. Are they doing the whole um, like they're being greedy type thing? Like the yeah they they their headline not yesterday the day before I believe was. Max Scherzer shows up in Porsche two meetings. And everybody flamed him like, oh, yeah, and I'm sure the owner showed up, you know, running the, the tube or the metro down there in order to get their, you know, their, yeah. they were really struggling to have their. Max Dunkin Scherzer Donuts probably coffee. drove a $100,000 Porsche there. And the owners, each one of the owners probably flew there in a private jet. Yeah. So you can go get fucked on that one. But it was just it's just how they've written multiple headlines where it's been, oh, look at this lavish player, but oh the owners are clearly hurting. Yeah. It's like, do you guys not even understand how inflation works? Like this and that should and be I don't even want to get they're not fighting for Max Scherzer isn't fighting for his salary. No, not at all. He's fighting for the dudes in triple A and double A and all the other minor leagues. Future. Who are making $20,000 a year to play professional baseball. If that. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Baseball podcast now. Yeah. I don't even want to get started uh, because I I go into an entire inflation discussion of what do we go up against? 7% or something? And 7%. So, it's like, cool. We're going to shoot up to 7%, but no company, mm-hmm. excluding baseball, is going to go bump your guys' salaries up 7% to equate for it like they should. Mm-hmm. So, get fucked. Yeah. Anyway, did you want to hear about things you can't spend that seven percent on, like new releases? 
Number one, Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, for everything that Destiny was already on. So original. There was a king. There must be a queen. Are we going to ah, get... Ah, but that king was taken from that queen. Yes. And we already did the princes, right? I don't Because that wasn't that know. one of the... Sure. What are we going to get now? We get a jester? Ooh. That would be actually... I'd be kind of down if they had the, like, missing jester or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. See how original they can get. It it would just be funny if they did something like the jester, but like anytime you went into a strike, it was entirely ridiculous. Yeah, it was like boxers and there was things like changing all the time. And... Yeah. Just somebody basically doing the Tiny Tina Wonderland commercial where they like, ah oh, man, it seems like he killed that boss. Be a shame if he just came back alive again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just Absolutely mess with the players. That'd be entertaining. Number two, Ghosts for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. That is just Ghosts, not COD Ghosts. Number three, Soul Cresta for the PC, PlayStation, and Switch. Number four, Tiny Combat Arena for the PC. Number five, Dr. Oil for the PS4 and Xbox. That game's going to be pretty expensive. Number six, Edge of Eternity Cloud version for the Switch. Number seven, Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster. Don't know if that matters. Number eight, Sam and Max. This time it's virtual. Now made its way to PSVR. Rough. Number nine, Martha is dead. Martha is death, even. Whichever one you want. PC, PS5, and Xbox. Number ten, Never Alone Arctic Collection for the Switch. Number eleven, Rogue Book for the PlayStation and Xbox. Number twelve, The Ring That Is Elden. For the PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Number 13, Grid Legends. You guys all remember Grid, right? And Grid 2? Grid Legends for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask for the Switch. Number 15, Moto Rotor for the PlayStation and Xbox. Sounds like a sex move. That's Rotor. Not Rotor. I don't know. They got those weird things like glass bottom boat. Um, glass bottom boat is a reference that no one should look up. I'm trying to think of some other really terrible ones. I mean, the classic is the uh, the donkey punch. Well, donkey punch, yeah, yeah, or the Hawaiian donkey punch. Yeah. What else is there? We don't need to go through those. Double Dutch rudder. There you go. There you go. <laughs> There was another one. Do not look at any of these. That was so good. Oh my god. Whatever. It's fine. Strawberry shortcake. Yeah, I know. But that one makes me always. That one's. You can get. You can run into that with like blue waffles, and they both just ruin everything. These are terrible. Don't. Why are we doing this? I don't know. Anyway, moving on to number sixteen, the Steam Deck. I forgot about that one. Number 17, Tormented Souls for the PlayStation and Xbox and this podcast. I was just going to (laughs) say, that should be this podcast name. That's my nickname. Tormented Soul. That should be the name of my bedroom. Tormented, yeah. (laughs) I can't remember what the other one was going to be. Chapel of Anticipation. (laughs) Oh, God. What are you feeling? Evens? Odds? I'm feeling like I really want to know what the cost is of getting a neon light that says Chapel of Anticipation for the wall. Well, let me tell you what, sir. It's going to go up. 
That's because true. guess who <laughs> is owns... one of the major producers for Neon? Oh man, don't tell me because I don't want to do it. <laughs> don't give, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I'll take evens. Okay, that makes me odd. Which uh, he said it. All is right in the world. Uh, this week has been pretty rough, so let's kick things off with some good news. Rough, there's, rough's an understatement. <laughs> there's going to be one less launcher in the world. Bethesda is retiring. Uh, to be clear, game launcher. Game launcher. Game Not launcher. like surface-to-air missile launcher. Yeah. You know, anything we are like a video game podcast. You know? There's plenty of missile launchers in the world. We've touted the line already, so... Uh, one less game launcher in the world. Bethesda is retiring its Bethesda.net launcher this year. It will let people move their games and wallet to Steam starting in April. That's interesting. Uh, when you migrate to Steam, Bethesda says, quote, you will not lose anything from your Bethesda.net account. Many games will also have their saves migrated with a few requiring some manual transfers. For games that require it, you will still use your Bethesda.net login to sign in to play. End quote. Uh, Bethesda is only letting you migrate what's on your Bethesda launcher to Steam. Nothing can be migrated to Xbox or PlayStation. That being said, Bethesda.net accounts are staying for now. Quote, your Bethesda.net account will not be lost and will be accessible on our website and in-game, and we will continue supporting all Bethesda.net accounts with our future titles, end quote. So, yeah. The wallet transition is interesting. It is. I'm kind of surprised by that. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't I like that it's a thing. I know. I mean, it's it's neat. I also like that this launcher is dying. I do as well, but it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, now we just no need, need to kill Rockstars. It's the last like really weird one. Yeah, Rockstar. Um, what other ones could we i mean i'd love to see ubisoft's gone i'd love to see ea's gone but let's be honest yeah those aren't going anywhere i mean ea already has steam integration so like that one should go away because origin's bad it is and ea play is worse somehow it's more modern but it's worse functionality wise yeah ubisoft's definitely won't go away they don't have well yeah they definitely won't go away no, neither will um good old games, but that's basically a storefront. Instead yeah, of a... Epic. That's storefront. I could really go for um. I know they. I know they changed the name to Game Pass for PC, but I really would like them to rebrand the the launcher. Instead from Xbox. Yeah, it's just kind of like it just doesn't seem right to me. What I think about, I wish they just rebranded to Game Pass. Oh, I was going to say, what about Microsoft Game Studio? Microsoft Game Studio. Or what about Windows Games? That's we're getting in some PTSD territory there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, how much pain do you want to endure? I, I know there's not a lot of angles for them to go, but I just think they should just do the just do the Game Pass for PC. Rebranded Game Pass. I'm just sick of looking at the Xbox icon and be like, I gotta click this to get the Game Pass. <laughs> Xbox. Burp, 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 burp. I'm weird. That's why I took odds. I had no choice, really. But I mean, you had a choice, but then you chose to ask me. I uh, did. I though. Did I? Did I have a choice? 
No. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> but you had the illusion of it, and that's the important thing. They we're humans. It's all an illusion. Number two, last week we covered a rumor about Dragon Age 4 progress. Well, now Bioware has released a blog post that talks about where the game is at. Quote, for the next Dragon Age, we are right in the middle of production, which is a great feeling. Our blueprint <laughs> blueprint was completed last year, so we're now focused on building out our vision. End quote. Hold on. Okay. Let me segue you in. I, I was going to say you could just tell it. Uh, you want to know what is not a great feeling when it comes to Dragon Age 4 and Bioware? I got three things. Okay. Hit Bioware. EA. Dragon Age. <laughs> Those three things are all bad feelings. <laughs> I'm hoping Dragon Age would be a good feeling, but it's not looking that way. Um, let's see here. Christian Daly left, who is the executive producer for Dragon Age. In in uh, to be clear, in the in the middle of production. Yep, and um, that makes number seven for. Uh, major positions that have left Bioware. A lot of them dealing with Dragon Age. Um, also, the game has been in production for how long? And they just finished the blueprint last year. Last year. Now. I, rem- I would like to remind you. Can we the blueprint hard- that they're going to use they finished last year. There's that. But I would like to harken back to a time, Matt, to a time where once again we could see the writing on the wall. And while we do enjoy slapping people down emotionally and keeping those emotions in check, do you remember E3 all that time ago? And I don't think it was last year. I believe it was the year before. Two years ago, I think. I believe it was the 2020 E3 where, I mean, it wasn't E3 because it was canceled, but you know what I mean? EA yeah, did EA their the EA did their moment, and they just kind of showed a bunch of stuff, and everybody went, "Oh my god, that's Dragon Age," and you and I went, "Where?" <laughs> I see a picture. There was that a, could be literally anything. There was a screenshot that could have been any fantasy world in existence. They could have stole it from From Software, and it could have been Elden Ring. It could have been out of WoW. Could have been from the Lord of the Rings MMO that was canceled by Amazon. Could have been from the new upcoming Gollum game. Could have been from Harry Potter. Could have been. It did kind of look like the Weeping Willow. Could have been from Mad Max. Could have been. Could have been from a lot of things is the point. EA. And here's what we're going to say, or I'm going to say, in a a tone that is uh, disappointing. You stupid idiots. We told you two years ago, if it was two years ago, that that game is not even close to ready. And, as they've now told you, a year after they showed that, they finished the blueprint they might use. And are, in theory, halfway through production with, as Matt said, seven changes. So maybe... We take your hopes and dreams, and we put them in a tiny little jar, and then we put that jar on the shelf. And now we put a bunch of other things in front of it, and you forget about that for now. Um, There was that rumor going around that we would see Dragon Age come out, possibly. Was it the end of this year? 
Yeah, they were mouthing off about, oh, man, you know those things that we haven't seen yet? I could see uh, Harry Potter, Gollum, Dragon Age, oh, the new Mass Effect, all that stuff coming out this year. If you see Dragon Age come out this year, don't play it. You can kiss Bioware goodbye. Because there, there's there no is, way that that game would be... There is arguably a chance, depending, regardless of when the next two games come out, you can kiss Bioware goodbye. They are arguably developing for their existence. With EA's track record mm-hmm. and their track record. Oh, yeah. They're... EA would love to just go, you're now Vince's. You're now a respawn support studio. Go over there. You're in timeout permanently. <laughs> I just I want to say it was Andrew House. I don't remember what their CEO's name is, but Andrew Wilson. Wilson. You are now in timeout, Bioware. Permanently. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, no. What? What would I do, Dad? Failed me. You did everything we told you to do. And that's the problem. <laughs> we don't know what to tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, number three. Microsoft is reportedly building a team to help game developers based in China expand overseas. The new staff will report to the Xbox Gaming Ecosystem Group as per a report from the South China Morning Post. Uh, this group includes business strategy managers based in Shanghai that will assist local studios in releasing products on Xbox. Interesting. Interesting approach. Interesting, not surprising. It's not. It makes a lot of sense once you realize like they can't really release games in China. So why not take all that talent and direct it to places where you can make money? So Exactly. Of course, Xbox would see the opportunity and be like, yes. Oh, uh, what's that? It's only going to cost us like a little bit here for a lot of it. You know what? I will trade you, Matt. I will trade you a little bit of this for a lot of bit of that. Sounds like free real estate. It's free real estate. <laughs> Classic. Hmm. How do you feel about uh, an Activision Blizzard update? Terrible. All right, then. Number four. Well, you're getting one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> A federal judge is allowing plans for a settlement between Activision Blizzard and the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission to move forward, denying California state regulators' request for a delay. I don't know if you remember that. It's been a long time since so oh, I had do an remember. update. I do remember that because we've yeah. uh, discussed it a few times. Yep. Sneaking that one in. We now have a timeline for how Microsoft's acquisition came about due to the official merger proposal. The initial conversation about an acquisition happened between Spencer and Kodak on November 19th, just three days after the Wall Street Journal's report about the Activision Blizzard CEO and a single day after Spencer told Xbox staff he was deeply troubled. So we're going to buy him. The next day, the next day, a Saturday, oh, business on a Saturday? What? Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella was more explicit, indicating that, quote, Microsoft was interested in exploring a strategic combination with Activision Blizzard, end quote. That kicked off nearly two months of conversations between Microsoft and Activision Blizzard into what would become the acquisition announced on January 18th. 
Considering how big that acquisition is, like seeing the timeline like that, like two months to choose to spend seventy billion dollars. Yeah, and the fact that like the decision it basically took place over forty eight hours. Yeah, like it was just like a how would you feel about this? Well, float float the idea, and then CEO comes in afterwards with the no, we're serious, bro. Yeah, I don't I don't know how it truly went down. Obviously, like this is this is a timeline, right? But I'm I'm picturing more like the inner office moment. Where are they just sitting there kind of watching the TV, like checking some emails, and then they see this article hit, and Phil just goes, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. I have a great idea. (laughs) And then immediately just picks up the phone. He's like, we need to have a meeting now. And then dips to the the big C-suite conference as the head of gaming. Yeah. He's like... The I Microsoft this acquisition. Xbox bunker. This is yeah, yeah. <laughs> do the bunker. <laughs> they all run in the and chapel it, of anticipation. <laughs> Everything said with that, with like a sinister voice, is just so good. Welcome to my chapel of anticipation. Uh, Here you will do nothing but anticipate. Sounds kind of terrible, actually. <laughs> yeah, because nothing ever happens. You're exactly. building. It's nothing but just building and building and building and then just nothing. Anyway. Sounds so, like my life. <laughs> so he runs into this room and has this whole meeting of like, we need to buy them now. And then CEO and everybody kind of like, all right, Phil, yeah, we'll think about it. Then he, he runs back. He's like, I got to go talk to some people. And he like he leaves. And then he comes back in an hour later and he's like, it's so. And they're like, we haven't even left this room. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we're, we'll consider it. How much money is it? Oh, that much. Uh, how much money do we think? Yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds fine. <laughs> and we got that. Pocket yeah, change. like they have. I feel like it's a five minute emergency where they go, "Can we do this?" And then it's a hour long conversation internally of like, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, probably do it." And like the money wasn't even a question. It was just like, "Ah, I guess so." That's just crazy. Crazy. Speaking of the acquisition, Activision Blizzard faces yet another lawsuit. Their own shareholders are suing the company over allegations that the publisher withheld information to convince shareholders to vote in favor of the $68.7 billion acquisition. They also allege that there is a conflict of interest that directors and execs entered the agreement for significant and immediate benefits. <laughs> and speaking of significant benefits, we now have an idea of the golden parachutes that the execs are getting from the deals. Kodak could see $15 million, the CEFO, $25 million, the COO, $29 million, $11 million for the chief admin officer, $15 million for the chief legal officer, and $2 million for the former chief police, chief people officer, who you may remember, Claudine Naughton, and in Hamburger for Nate, because he's hungry. All right. See, I think you got the short end of the stick on that one. As far as a hamburger, when you could have gotten twenty nine million. Listen, I don't make horrible business decisions or harass uh, people below me, so I can't get that sweet money. You know what I mean? It's true. It's true. The life you live for good morals. I don't know what to tell you. That's a good point. King, Chief Development Officer. Good luck. <laughs> Tojo Dolph. No, it's probably Jodolf Samastad. Yeah, that does sound very uh, like. Oh, actually, no, it's probably not Joe. It's probably Yo. Yod Yodolf Yodolf Samastad has been promoted to president. 
President of King. Man, that's a weird sentence, isn't it? It is. As the firm sees a couple of executive departures, Samastad has worked at the mobile developer for over 10 years. He will take over the role from Humam Signini. <laughs> why? We're losing so many good names. It's bullshit. Uh, who was stepping down after six years at King and 12 years at Activision Blizzard. U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin addressed a letter to Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick asking him to negotiate in good faith with Raven Software Workers. As reported by the Washington Post, Baldwin also sent the letter to Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella. Uh, the senator for Wisconsin said she's been following Raven's efforts to unionize and is disturbed by reports putting to pointing to manage, management's attempts oh boy, come on, to disrupt unionization at the studio. Quote, I urge you and the management at Raven Software to negotiate in good faith with the workers and suspend any efforts to undermine your employees' legal right to form a union and collectively bargain. Ya bitches. Yeah. I, don't think that, I don't think that last part was in there, but that might have been a little it creative. It should have been. Can you imagine if it ended with ya bitches? <laughs> ya bitches. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so a lot of, a lot of Activision Blizzard there. And even more. Number five. According to Bloomberg, Activision won't be releasing its annual Call of Duty title in 2023. People familiar with the situation said this is due to, quote, a recent entry, end quote, not performing to expectations. I wonder what they're talking about. Uh, Leading Activision to rethink its approach for the series. This would be the first year since 2005 without a Call of Duty entry. To bridge the gap, Activision is reportedly working on a free-to-play online Call of Duty title to be released next year, as well as a new entry due this fall, which will, quote, receive a steady stream of additional content, end quote. Treyarch is reportedly involved in the development of the free-to-play title. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. This this is what I I'm hoping for a little bit of revival of energy into the into the for sure for sure I just think it's funny that um, Battlefield's always like the whipping boy the yeah yeah the whipping boy it's a good way of putting it it's always uh, the whipping boy but I mean it's I their it's own also, fault I think it's also funny that Call of Duty won't lose any money over this oh hell no hell no which I mean in their defense it's a smart move like you see you read the tea leaves. You make a strategic move like this, and you you won't lose money, and you ensure that you won't lose money in the future by making a strategic move that lessens the damage, essentially. It's also a very strategic move, because think about it. In your acquisition window, you're just not going to make a Call of Duty. Yeah. As you're getting acquired, you're like, ah, nah, screw it. I'm not going to make a PlayStation game. Eh. I'm not going to make an Xbox game. Eh. We're just going to keep things kind of going. Hmm. But next year, when we're fully owned by Microsoft, and I get to make whatever they let me make, oh, Lord, he a coming. That also probably helps with the merger deal as well, because if they were to release a Call of Duty and it were to perform negatively or positively it would affect it could affect the prospects of the merger yeah so 
next year when they drop their new Battle Royale season on their new game. And Master Chief is an Xbox exclusive skin oh, for your fucking, person. Oh, I didn't even think about Master Chief and Call of Duty. <laughs> you are like... What? Tea leave reader? You're just great at like making my life miserable with these like possibilities. Oh, I was... I, I mean, <clears throat> All right, first off, I would have... St- Loved it if you stopped after the word great. (laughs) (laughs) My bad, my bad. (laughs) Just, you are great. We just stopped there. Period. Nothing more needs to be said. Uh, (laughs) Because you ended it with shooting holes in my plane. (laughs) Just think about this, though. All right, so Call of Duty comes out. And, you know, one of the microtransaction or unlockables is a skin of Master Chief. Right. Yeah, yeah, no. It would be the end of the battle. It would be the 100 or it would be. You'd have. It'd be like a Battle Royale map. You know, there's like 128 people and they're all fucking Master Chief running around playing Call of Duty. Oh, my God. It would be free. Gouge my eyeballs out with it. It would be free for fucking uh, Game game Pass high tier people. Mm -hmm. And then it'll be. Available in the shop for fifteen dollars. Jesus Christ! On Xbox only. They'd make money hand over fist. All the little Call of Duty sweaty little snot nosed brats, all like, "I need my Master Chief." Or you could also be the arbiter, because oh, you know they'll throw that one in. And then you know, your melee weapons and energy sword. Yeah, yeah, and you could you can skin one of the rifles to look like the battle rifle. Oh my God. <laughs> You know how everybody was like, oh, man, I wish Halo had a Battle Royale. Well, good news. You're going to get it, but in Call of Duty. All the Battle Royales are Master Chief <laughs> in Halo. <laughs> the new the new uh, fucking Warzone map for this season the Halo oh, ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's a Halo-inspired. As you can see over here, we have Blood Gulch. Over here is the pit. Over here, <laughs> they do what they did with the current Call of Duty maps, where they put parts of each map that they've made in the big open world. Mm-hmm. Same thing; they just make a Halo ring and they take all the Halo maps and kind of like intersparse them around. Oh God, terrible! Is it though? Because I mean, sure, it's not what we would like. It here's one thing: it's better than the TV show. Here's the second thing: it's better than. <sighs> Any Battle Royale Halo was going to make. Here's the third thing. It would be entertaining. Because it would arguably... Potentially breathe life back into Halo. Which, after it came out and it had its little window... Has faded immediately. Should I watch the TV show? I was wondering the same thing. And I think I'm going to skip it? Put it this way. I'm not going to watch it at start. I think if I do watch it, I'm going to let one or two episodes come out first just to see how bad the backlash is from, like, the in-deep Halo people. I once made an argument with my uh, philosophy professor that... About Halo. About how you you should watch and view and take in bad experiences and bad 
like movies, bad oh, no, no, art. I, I agree because it shapes what you view. Yeah, it gives you a frame of reference yeah, for yeah. what is good. Perspective. Yes, perspective. Good word. Good it word allows you to appreciate the good things that yes. much more yes. when you've lived your life in shit. Yes, that's what 2020, 2021, 2022 are. You know? Basically, the 20s are shit. It's the roaring 20s, but in the, ro- the wrong way. Uh, what is an antonym for roaring? I'm going to Google that well. Are you up next? You're up next, right? Depressing? No, nah, I want something like it's going to be catchy, though, for the oh. 20s, you know? Uh, But yeah, I agree with what you're saying. But there's a difference between watching bad things and watching things you're aggressively going to hate. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's one thing to watch Black Dynamite, which is a good movie, but it's a bad movie. Have you ever watched the Black Dynamite cartoon? Yes. Is it good? Not really. Okay. Damn. It's very Black Dynamite. But it doesn't have the same feel. Right? It's just not the same thing. Because you can only you can't get the same like a lot of the humor is body humor. Sure, there's a lot of like written jokes and whatever, but a lot of it comes off as you know you need the over the top body moment, the way people look around or like react to things. Like if you had if you took Bruce, good old Bruce Green, right? Yeah. And you animated what? You animated either that scene or the his signature stare. The stare doesn't mean anything if it's animated compared to him actually doing it. Yeah, it makes sense. That makes sense. Which that stare is my favorite thing. I try so hard sometimes to perfect that stare. I think you it's pretty good. It's good, but there's sometimes where like I have that moment where I say say I'm listening to something mm-hmm. and I like make my own joke and I internally I'll do it in the office and I'll just go and but nobody understands nobody like gets the reference so i don't even yeah they don't i don't they don't even see it because they don't know what to look for but i just do it and i'm like how oh, man that's really funny but i try not to crack while i'm doing it and that's the hardest part yeah how about uh how about the floundering 20s i don't like the sound of it yeah uh, we'll come back to that i'll think about that Number six, Velen Studios is taking Knockout City free-to-play and will publish the game independently following an initial publishing agreement with Electronic Arts. For now, Knockout City players will still require an EA account to be able to play the game with more info to be announced at a later date. Man, Knockout City. Another month in the sun for that one. (laughs) Apparently it had like 5 million uh, active users at one point. At one point one point hey listen all it's got to do is show up on twitch for a little while and you can hit those numbers and then it disappears how long before studios start playing into that they, already, they make they already, it, they already have and they make like disposable games i mean they almost already have it wasn't that was that not getting over it i don't know getting over it with benefati man in the pot oh yeah yeah i like, mean that's what that is wasn't that that was that was a single guy that made that right? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't it's that uh, Flappy Bird. Like they're all those hype moment games where it's like there's no longevity. I guess mobile to games would probably be the closest thing. I'm thinking of games like like Knockout City or something like that. That's like that is like made around for like a month and then the developers just drop it and like stop all like server access and everything. Like I'm waiting for that shit to start happening. I would actually kind of really like that. 
depending on what the game was. Like, say it's a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. It's open for 30 days. Like, uh, oh, my God. Why? why what am I going to? I'm not going to remember that puzzle Are game. we going to? We're giving out a really good idea. Right? Of course. Well, I mean, we do that anyway. We like, give if out, you made, like, uh, we give out so, like, breweries ideas. do this. This is a big thing at breweries right now. Like, uh, it's a, it was a thing on YouTube. Like, well, release though. scheduling, where it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, we're releasing this beer for, like, this week, and then that's it. Yeah. You know, Pepsi like, releases Baja Blasting cans during the summer only. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of sluts, if you ask me, but hey, yeah. I buy it. So, you're a listen, hoe. Yeah, exactly. Here's here's the thing. I'll pay for a good service if you know what I'm saying. The <laughs> gonna get myself through that old joke. The the idea would be you say you made what was that island game that had all the puzzles on it? Why can't I not Witness. remember? Witness. The, wi- the say, Witness? Yeah, yeah. So say you make something like that, right? Mm-hmm. That has it's not just like the movement puzzles, like it's text based things or whatever. It's open for thirty days. And there's some game, you know, something along those lines. Something open for 30 days that everybody's rushing to get to the end of. Mm-hmm. And if nobody makes it to the end of 30 days, you kill it and you never let them, you never let them see it. And then you just make a new game. And then In my mind's eye, I see this is kind of like I'm pulling things from like a anime that I never finished watching because it wasn't super good. But like you make like an Apple style game developer that kind of has that like like snobbiness and it's like has like a little mystique around you it. You have to have somebody arrogant. Yes. Because they can't bow to the community where the community says none of us have solved it and they go that's too bad. They have then, to they have to stick to their guns of saying at the at this specific time on the 30th day I pull the plug. And then you make disposable games, you market the fuck out of them. And you just rake and dough like yeah. uh, constantly. Every you, if you can, ideally, you do it every six months. So you hit your holiday and your summer window, and you just go, "Hey, October first, the new one comes out." See, I think six months might be a little too long. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying for an open window. Mm-hmm. I'm saying six months between your two, because you give yourself time to time to dev. Yeah, like fine tune yeah. your. You don't want to. You're not putting out a shit product. You're putting no. out a good product for thirty days. So exactly, you, but so that's say, the beauty I, of it, though, is it doesn't necessarily have to be like perfect because it doesn't have in to, thirty days, no one's gonna be able to like find. You say that, but people will also know life your shit, and they might ruin it in the first week, which is what you true. don't. You you need to give yourself a window. So you say, all right, October first at six a.m. This game launches. Get to the end. Because it's turning off October 30th at 6 a.m. Good luck. And then that, don't say anything else. Only verify like if somebody figures it out. Mm-hmm. And then turn the whole, you know, get put yourself up with a big video, almost like anonymous style. Yeah. Of you standing next to a giant power lever and just toom, turn the whole thing off, shut the whole game down, and then be like, we'll be back. May. And it See deletes ya. everything as well. Oh, yeah. It's just gone. Yeah. Wild. Great ideas. It would be awesome. Again, billion dollars. Yep. Free money. You're welcome. uh, New Gamers 2 Studio. Uh, Numero seven. Siete. I know. I don't siete, all right? This whole point is making it weird. (laughs) You're already odd. Uh, Lego is working with 2K Games. On a new line of Lego sports titles, according to a VGC report. Citing people with knowledge of 2K's plans, 
The outlet is reporting that the publisher and the building block company have agreed to create a new line of Lego titles that will begin with a soccer slash football title intended to hit shelves around the November kickoff of World Cup 2024. That game is said to be in development at Sumo Digital, which hasn't made a game based on the sport since 2004's England International Football on the original Xbox. The second 2K LEGO game will be a licensed open-world driving game launching next year from NBA 2K and WWE 2K Studio Visual Concepts. The third game is not detailed, other than to say it will be another sports game based on a major franchise. VGC reports that LEGO has decided not to extend its exclusivity deal with WB Games TT Studios, TT Game Studios, Uh, Sources told VGC that TT Games has one more LEGO game in development beyond LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, I got questions. Nate's not happy. That's true. I, you got that look on your face. You're inspecting the content. I'm inspecting the content because I want to go back to the beginning. Okay. Going back. To Lego start. sports titles. <laughs> Why not? What the fuck? I don't know, bro. Out of all the things you could do with Legos, sports. That's what they're saying. Sports. They think sports is the big money maker. And then they, then they hit the line, have agreed to create a new line of Lego titles to begin with a soccer football title intended to hit the shelves around November kickoff of World Cup 2024. That's not a World Cup year. The World Cup is happening this year, this November. 
I don't know, man. In two years, that's not a World Cup. Is this some weird thing where they call... Wait, World Cup is happening this year? Yeah. It happens this winter. Or sorry, next winter. So 2023. Do they call it World Cup 2024, no, no. though? No, no, no. This, this fall. This fall. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, or this man. This, like, fall, winter. So it'll be going into 23. Let me double check that I got the year right. I assumed you copy pasted. I mean, I kind of. So I, I do was, and I don't. So sometimes. I was going to I was going to lambast them, but maybe it is you who should get to my wrath. Oh, I don't know. Not that I yeah, I mean, wrath. World Cup twenty twenty two. That's what. Yeah, I, yeah. It's but, this fall. It's this fall. Starts in like November, December. Okay, where's the? I had to figure out what month we were in before I started talking about that. That's not what I wanted. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, where is it's, it? It's, it's, it's interesting. The second 2K Lego game will be a licensed open world driving game launching next year. So that I'm interested about because do you remember Lego Racer? I do. Now, I'm, I'm all right for that. You give another Lego kart game type of thing. All right, cool. I'm down. Silly, fun. Would line up with... Honestly, they should have just partnered with Hot Wheels probably and made a giant DLC for that. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a pretty good idea. Although Hot Wheels got their own crazy shit going on, so maybe true, Matchbox. True, true. That, let's not bring up Matchbox. Or 20. <laughs> you get the reference. Uh, also, where is Skywalker Saga? Uh, April? Is that when it's coming out? Yeah. But, like, come on. And what's coming on? You're come- telling me you're already making more Lego games when you couldn't make this one? What's happening after that, too? Like, what's this What's this game that's coming out afterwards? What do you mean? Yeah, I think that was a, I think that was a fuck up. I think it is supposed to be this year. Okay. So, 2022. Oh, that it has one more. I thought it said that it wasn't going to do one more. Okay, so it has one more Lego game in development beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Indie? Lego Indiana Jones? My my other thought, too, was uh, Lord of the Rings. Ooh, both true. I like where we're at. Yeah. Lego James Bond. Oh, shit. That'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> the Lego Lord of the Rings ones are funny because I don't know if you remember the games. I do, yeah. That they use the real, they use the movie VO, yeah, over the top of it. So you'd mm. shoot a banana at somebody, and it sounded like you got hit with an arrow. Yeah. So, in some ways, sign me up. What other weird shit could they do? Another Lego Batman. They've I was just made, gonna. They've say, already made like, three Lego Batman, or like or a Lego. Four. I mean, they're kind of like DC. They're kind of do all the DC stuff, like maybe Lego like Marvel, a, like a Lego. Oh yeah, they did do that too. Um. Maybe they're just going to do another Lego City one. Yeah. Lego City Undercover. Undercover. Lego. Lego Island. That's a throwback. I used to play Lego Island. I don't even remember what you did in that game. I just remember I just drove around on a motorcycle for as long as I could. I was too young to figure out what the hell I was supposed to do. But it was a lot of fun. I don't know Lego, man. 
Lego. Lego Land. Lego. Lego theme park. Lego Tycoon. A Lego. You know what would be fun? Lego Roller Coaster Tycoon. A, that would be great. A, some sort of Lego RTS game. I see what you're going for. Lego Warhammer. <laughs> Total <laughs> That'd War. That'd be wild. Total War <laughs> Lego. Uh, Honestly, if you could, do, you, you could do Total War Lego, except it's with all the like medieval and Civil War sets they had, because they have, they have the ones with the, like, the old giant spoke wheel cannons and horses and everything, yep. and knights, and do that. That'd be hysterical to watch happen. Mm-hmm. Probably going to do something, something space-related. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I guess it is my turn. I forgot where I was. Number eight. Sony has unveiled the final design of its new PlayStation VR 2 headset. The new design is lighter than the first PSVR device and has a new ventilation system. The device will also support 4K HDR and enhanced camera tracking and a new PSVR 2 Sense controller similar to the PS5's controller. Sony also confirmed that the PSVR 2 development kits are already in the hands of game creators. A retail launch date for the headset was not given. So did you uh, did you take a gander at it? Nope. I didn't take a gander for one reason and one reason only, Matt. You don't care. Not exactly. Okay. That is tangentially correct. Okay. Uh, because more than likely I'm not buying one. That's fair. Just because I, th- I think it'll end up being priced out for what I want, even though I think it'll still be a very reasonable price point. For my justification to get into VR, I think it'll be too high. Because even the Oculus one or whatever that's like only 200 bucks is still too high in my head. For like the amount that I know I would use it type of thing. That's the problem is like I feel like a lot of the hardware is fairly priced, but I th- there's I, not I th- enough th- stuff. Yeah, I think the majority of it is fairly priced. It's just... Yeah. Just not enough. It's like, okay, oh, I'm going to buy a PSVR 2 just to sit in a helmet in my living room while I play Gran Turismo. Uh, yes, but that's not the point. What's what's f- great about Sony and what's unfortunate that about like the combination of what all the wonderful things Sony's doing and, and the real world applications of like what you're talking about where there's not enough shit. Yeah. Sony's like solving a lot of VR's problems. And the first one, like, they were the ones that came out with the headset strap idea that everyone was like, oh, this is great. And, like, everyone ended up migrating to that, yes. the ratcheting strap. Yep. Um, they used, like, the really good lenses. Like, they did a bunch of stuff that was, like, forward thinking. And one of the biggest issues that have that's come to light with the new generation of VR headsets is they're... They're uncomfortable to wear long term because they're heavy and hot. Yes, and then the lenses fog up. Yeah. So yeah, like I mean, even what did I, I probably played for what forty five minutes to an hour yeah. when we had it, mm-hmm. and even then I was still like damp around my forehead. Yeah. So the ventilation system is like that's fantastic. I just I when they say ventilation system, I just picture like a. A full AC unit strapped to your back type of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking like piping going to your face. Yeah, you end up looking like Bubble Boy. Yeah. Because you're in a climate controlled. (laughs) Fantastic. 
All right, number nine. In a leaked email, EA CEO Andrew Wilson explained why they may ditch the FIFA branding. I summed it up into a couple quotes because I didn't want to talk about all the garbage. Quote, what we get from FIFA in a non-World Cup year is the four letters on the front of the box. End quote. All right. Quote. Oh, okay. FIFA is just the name on the box, but they've precluded our ability to be able to branch into the areas that players want. End quote. Quote. We don't want to pay more money than this license is, is worth, but it's not about that. It's really about our ability to deliver games and experiences that our fans want in a timely fashion. End quote. So, Andrew Wilson is claiming that FIFA is the old ball and chain weighing them down. It's funny because of bullshit. <laughs> uh, second, you have an exclusive licensing deal, and if you want to mouth it, they'll just go, you don't anymore. Which I think is what's going to happen here. Like, all right, everybody's allowed to use whatever they want. We'll see you later. You're not allowed to use FIFA anymore. Good luck. Like, oh, and you can't use any of the player likenesses or team names or anything else. Good luck. So who do you think? All right, this is probably an obvious answer, but I'm going to ask it anyways. All right. Theoretically. You know what? I'll purposely not give you the obvious answer. How's that sound? Theoretically, EA loses or and or drops the FIFA branding from their football games. Okay. We'll use the correct terms. Football. And foot. Football. <laughs> Do you think they drastically lose sales? Like, do you think there's a noticeable... It's a, it's a loaded question. It is. Uh, no, is my immediate answer. Okay. My reasoning... You think they just go with the ultimate team branding? Well, it's because you didn't propose the situation where somebody offers a rival product with the licensing. Um, which I think pivots the situation. Yeah, that is a big contributing factor. So, say... For for the joke of the conversation, say Pro Evolution then does get full licensing rights. Okay, so you have FIFA. Well, we yeah, have FIFA Pro Evolution. Yeah, or Pro Evolution FIFA, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you have PEF instead of PEZ. Okay, there you go. Does that swing it? That swings quite a bit because PES is already spiraling. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. I think you'd run into a better situation where they would they would end up running ultimate team branding. I think you're correct there. And I think somebody like do I really want to say this? Somebody like 2K would be very interested in trying that. So, all right, let's 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 run the two scenarios. So, say they drop FIFA and there's no competition, no other FIFA alternative for at least one year. They don't lose sales. So you don't that think. one year, no way. Um, 
it would it would be interesting. It depends on if again this goes. I don't know how exactly all the licensing works. So if it if FIFA is just the name on the front, and they're still allowed to use team and player likenesses inside the game, then nothing matters. None of this matters at all. They yeah. don't lose anything. If if losing FIFA on the front also means that they can't use like team names and player likenesses and whatever in the game, which I assume that would be the case. I think it would be the case for maybe the teams, but not the players. Like they might not be able to use the jerseys or the correct team names. And you probably couldn't use like the players like pictures, but you could use their likeness with like their name because Pez uses their name, but I think that might be negotiated with the players mm. thing versus the team. Like they have some sort of union. Or yeah. Like the FIFA might represent some of the teams, but they don't represent the players directly type of move. So potentially they wouldn't lose anything there necessarily. If they would take a bigger hit if the, if it meant the stuff on the inside versus just the top. If it meant just the top, nobody's going to give a shit. Mm-hmm. If it means the inside stuff, that changes perspective. Yeah. They still won't lose much if there's no competitor within the same year it happens. If somebody puts out for the conversation an equal product in terms of like they both have an ultimate team. They mm-hmm. both have a like franchise mode, and they both have the ability to play against your friends online type of thing. Yeah, like that would be like those, if, those, if like 2K made stuff. Yeah, like those game. three things. 2K makes a, a football game. And they f- have full licensing. As long as they played the same, it would take a couple of years, but they would take a significant chunk, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I but I, but it would not be instant. It wouldn't be like, yeah. oh, we lost it. All right, everybody's out of here because it takes time to move. You need the influencers at the top that have done so well for FIFA and everything to make their own move to do that to bring everybody with them. Yeah, 2K, this is 2K a, could do it and like do the hard push. This is a but, weird one because like I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't trust, like, I feel like EA needs all the help they can get because their games generally don't stand on their own. Generally. Sports games, different story. Sports games are a different story. Sports games print money. They do, but, like, their track record for it's just, like, all over the place. Oh, yeah, it's not good, but I'm just saying they they print money. There's no competitor, they print money. That's just the issue. Anyway, let's go to number 10. In case you've lived under a rock. Or in a trash can. Or ignored everything entirely. Yeah. Russia has invaded Ukraine. Uh, And we've rounded up some of the responses from the video game community. We've already uh, covered a little bit of this earlier. Obviously, again, if you haven't uh, paid attention, Russia's being a bunch of fucking dicks. So here we go. NVIDIA has seemingly been hit by a major cyber attack that may have completely compromised parts of its business. The Telegraph reports that the cyber attack was initiated at the same time as the Russian Cyber Warfare Division started their offensive against Ukraine. All NATO allies have announced major sanctions on Russia, and this could potentially be why Russia has decided to target major companies such as NVIDIA. Again, funny, but it goes back to, uh, like, man, if you imagine if they had had an arm, Mm -hmm. and they also got affected. Yeah. But it's... In, in some ways, it's funny that they're targeting NVIDIA and not ARM. You know, it's just yeah. Like a, yeah. It's like a weird distinction. It's a minor one, but yeah. it's an, it, interesting still to look at. 
uh, Riot Games has announced the postponement of the third week of its 2022 EMEA Valorant Champions Tour. There are several Russian and Ukrainian players among the teams competing in the tournament. Good to postpone that. Uh, GSC Game World, the creators of the Stalker series, expressed their support for their for their country and armed forced and armed forces. Wow, with a series of tweets and blog posts asking for people to donate directly to Ukraine's military. "Quote: Do not stand aside and help those in need." End quote. That's I it's yeah. poor English, but it is poor English. Makes but sense not their first, not, not their first <laughs> language. Probably honestly, their seventh. <laughs> Uh, Frogwares, like that name, mm-hmm. and Vostok Games have also responded to the situation with calls to support Ukraine. CD Projekt Red has donated $250,000 to a Polish-based humanitarian organization that's helping inside Ukraine. Uh, I believe Poland also opened up refugee centers. Yeah, opened, I think so. Opened, opened up to receive refugees. I yeah, think. I think Romania also said uh, they... I mean, this is a loose statement, but they basically said they had the capability um, and were preparing to accept 500,000 refugees. A lot of people. Yeah. Uh, some may not realize it, but Ukraine is a huge part of the video game industry. On top of GSC Game World, Frogwares, and Vostok Games, which we've already mentioned, there's a ton of developers based in Ukraine. 4A Games, who make the Metro franchise, Gameloft, which is a huge mobile publisher, has two studios in Ukraine. Ubisoft has one of their biggest studios in Kiev. World of Tanks developer Wargaming is in, is Ukrainian, and the list goes on and on and on. It is a lot. There's a lot. Um, shit's whack. Shit's whack. The other one uh, that I'll, I'll throw out that I know is that, so the American Formula One team, Haas, is, their title sponsor is a Russian company, which they removed the sponsorship from, and uh, they are they said they're prepared to drop the sponsorship permanently. Um whether they end up having to do that or not remains to be seen. Also, they canceled the Russian Grand Prix. Yep, a lot of a uh, lot of major or a lot of wealthy Russians involved in soccer as well in Europe, and they've all been getting waxed. And Man United canceled or uh, broke off their deal with their flying their plane their charter planes. I guess were a, a Russian company. They're like, oh, that deal's gone. So, yeah. Still gonna, you know, it, sanctions are not an immediate thing. Usually, that you 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 don't see the effect immediately, but mm-hmm. in yeah. in time is when it starts to really. Yeah, the day what back. which was interesting because like uh, I we if if you're somewhat familiar with how sanctions work, you know they're not like an immediate thing. Yeah, but what was interesting about these particular sanctions that I noticed, um, well, I didn't notice, but it was posted online and in different news articles was like the day after they were, the sanctions were announced and applied. Um, and this was like beginning of the week or whatever. This all started happening. Uh, the value of Russia's currency dropped 10% day of. Yeah. So it like, they, they're biting a little bit harder than normal, but anyways, enough history, politics, bullshit, current events. It's going to get worse before it gets better, people. Faux show. Um, shall we talk about the short stuff? The things we didn't write full paragraphs on? The little guys. The I'm wee happy. peepees. <laughs> I'm happy you said it because I was trying to think of uh, a short stuff joke. Short round? 
little giants. Dr. Jones. <laughs> Dr. Jones. Um, one of the best. There's a Brian Posehn joke that involves short round. Do you want me to tell you? Uh, do you, is it? You know who Brian Posehn is? Which one's he? He's a big fat comedian. Big fat. Okay, I think I know who he is. I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wise decision. All right. Uh, Capcom has announced Street Fighter Six, which is celebrating its 35th anniversary this year. Did you see the image of Ryu? I did not. Looks thick. Thick? Uh, I did see that apparently there. it's implied that it's going to be a little bit more realistic art style. Is that true? I don't know. Okay. I mean... I didn't see anything, I, so... As realistic as Street Fighter can be with 80-pack yeah. abs. Yeah. The one, like, this is a weird... They're tangent. still shredded. Yeah, of course. Weird tangent, but it's something that keeps annoying me. Do you remember the N- the NVIDIA leak where they like there was a game a list of games that was leaked to that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it was like it was clearly like just shit that someone had thrown in like made. Because it was it was wasn't it the rumor that those were all coming to shield or something? Yeah. And so it was just a bunch of games that somebody had made up as like placeholders. Yes. And Street Fighter Six was one of the things on the list, and people like keep people keep referring back. Oh, going back to the list, like, oh man, it was real, and it's like Street Fighter Six is the easiest call. Yeah, GTA Six, literally just another number. You add another number. Yeah, sick of it. It's not like they said Street Fighter Two remake. Sick of the bullshit. Uh, Tencent has acquired Polish developer and publisher One C Entertainment for an undisclosed sum. I have no idea who they are. No, just you know, Tencent doing Tencent things. Um, but not doing. You all right? I forgot, the, I forgot their name. Embracer Group? Yes. Not doing Embracer Group things. Okay. Or Embracer, worried about Embracer, for a Embracer would have bought about 50 things. Yeah. <laughs> not one. <laughs> One's chump change. 67% of Horizon Forbidden West PS5 sales were digital downloads. Take you guys who's part of that 67%. Uh, this guy right here. And Me that too. guy over there. Uh, also, it's the second biggest PS5 uh, game launch so far. Do you know what number one was? Last of Us Part 2. No. Ghost of Tsushima. No. PS5 launch. Those are both PS5 launches. But they were out on PS4 first. This is also out on PS4, though. But at the same time. I think that's the... the Shishima was a day and date, and so was Last of Us, I thought. Last of Us Part 2? Those were PS4 games. No. Yes. <laughs> Shit. They were, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, right over there? I thought you had a stroke when you were making weird facial expressions. No, but... it was... when you Because I thought I played them on the PS5, but no, you're right. They were PS4. Holy shit. What year is it? Um, <laughs> I wish I could. We, we should forget that. <laughs> There's there, the amount of times, by the way, that this has happened where I've been like thinking of something. I was like, it, it happens at work all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, last year. And then I think about it. I'm like, that was four years ago. Yeah. That's a sign of us getting old. It's fine. Yeah. I don't want to talk about my gray hair. Uh, PS5. <sighs> Spider-Man. Miles Morales. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's say cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> that that probably that's a fair fair guess though. It might be now, but it's not launch. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West director Matthias uh, DeHorn. Hell yeah! Told DeHorn. A, what's that? I don't know. I just say good old DeHorn. <laughs> DeHorn, which is, I we uh, 
not his name is not spelled the way you think it would be pronounced. And luckily, I was reading it and was like stumbled through it, and then my my uh, lovely significant other was like, "What the fuck was that name?" <laughs> and I was like, "Look at it. How do you pronounce that?" And she's like, "I don't know." And then we we looked it up on he we saw him say his own name like you know in a YouTube uh, video. Uh. I was like, I would never have gotten to that from from where it was. Anyways, he told a Dutch publication that the game, as in uh, Horizon Forbidden West, could have launched in the at the end of 2021, but was delayed to avoid crunch. Uh, good and good. Yes. But funny, because it launched right before Elden Ring. And I don't remember if this is true, but I did hear it, and I didn't fact check this. I believe the first Horizon launched right before Breath of the Wild. Interesting. So you want to try to fuck yourself yeah. <laughs> by releasing against potentially two of the biggest games of a generation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I saw that uh, somewhere else as well. And it's like, all right, that's hell of a way to go about it. But yeah, that's uh, not as bad as Titanfall, but close. No, Titan, here, here's the difference. Titanfall, they objectively killed. Yeah. these Both the Horizon games are objectively good and succeeded. Yeah. Um... Ubisoft has decided to move its upcoming Rainbow Six Esports tournament to another region following a protest against it being held in Abu Dhabi. Uh, Specifically being held in the UAE, which has a notorious, terrible uh, civil rights against uh, LGBTQ, whatever. The plus, I think, is after that. I can't remember Uh, the whole thing. It's LGBTQ+. plus. plus, Yes. has horrible records against that mm-hmm. uh, and laws against it. And everybody like inside of that community was speaking out of like, I'd rather not go play in a tournament where a place wants to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. THQ Nordic has acquired hey, yet another company. This time scooping up Frankfurt based studio metric mines. I like that name too. Uh, Nintendo has made a rare acquisition. Toy, I almost said Toyota for some reason. <laughs> that would, <laughs> honestly, would have been a rare one. Uh, Tokyo-based <laughs> SRD Co. Limited will become an internal studio after a long-running history of being a partner developer. With I was going to say, they made an acquisition of somebody they've already been working with for like four decades. Yes. Yes. Oh, we've just officially, now, now, now we can put it on paper, it's official. We've been going steady now for a few years. But yes, would you be my girlfriend? I put this at the very end, knowing that uh, even if Dewey started to listen to this at all, he would never get it this far. And hopefully this happens to him. Uh, Bandai Namco <laughs> has issued a PSA Hoping saying that. that the PS5's rest mode may corrupt your game save for Elden Ring. Oof. They suggest saving and exiting the game before entering rest mode. That's interesting. That's going to catch somebody. Oh, yeah. It's gonna... oh yeah. Which makes sense. There's no pause. It's, it's funny. They also, I th- think they also put out a 1.2 patch right before launch, and they're like, you should really install that first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Fallout New Vegas 2 might be a thing, according to Venture Beats' Jeff Grubb. Quote, this is very early, but people have begun to have talks and say these words in sentences, and these words are Obsidian and New Vegas 2. Uh, would you like Nate's words? That'll tell you the actual answer. I don't give a fuck. Yo, bad, <laughs> bad out here with the hard truths. Uh, no, bad. 
No, but that is things that you and I speculated immediately yeah. when that deal yeah. happened. Uh, but Obsidian needs to get Outer Wilds 2 out first before that even happens. And b- Did you say Outer Wilds? Yeah. Outer Worlds. Outer Wilds the Shit, other one. Outer Wilds is Annapurna. <laughs> Whoops. That's Outer- fair. It's fair. Everyone did it. Outer- <laughs> Everyone did it. Outer Worlds 2 needs to come out first. Yeah. And I... That'll be an interesting internal discussion that well, is not right. ready to happen yet. Obsidian has Outer Worlds too. Yep, they have a few things coming out. Grounded, they're still working on. Yep, and the fucking fantasy game. Yep, which I don't remember the name of exactly. So they have all that. I don't think Bethesda is necessarily ready to let them have it again, regardless if they're owned by the same people. Now, mm-hmm. there's going to be a little infight before that happens oh i'm sure and i'm sure microsoft phil spencer head of gaming yeah. is gonna have to step in and say yeah. dad's make a decision st- dad's gonna step in and say listen if you let them have this we'll let you have this yeah. and it it again they've already got three things they've got the other stuff going on it'll be a bit before that even would happen because if obsidian's doing it they're not taking anything that Bethesda has already worked on for whatever their next entry in the Fallout series is. But the next entry in the Fallout series, we weren't supposed to see for like another seven, six years anyway, because we still need to get Star Citizen or Star Citizen. I know, so which Star is- Citizen does need to come out, but Starfield and Elder Scrolls before Fallout would happen, unless it does go to Obsidian. But even then, you would be potentially maybe seeing it right before uh, Elder Scrolls. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, my thought is that the trajectory they're going and we know like so so sitting is working on three games right now so at, i'm at assuming least, from what i'm assuming remember. they have i'm gonna say two and a half teams because they probably have like there's probably a full team working on um on uh it, i'm just curious where you put the half team because i know where i put it I, i'm assuming there's a full team working on Outer. Outer Worlds, yep. a full team working on Grounded, and a half team starting on the fantasy game. I'd flip the last two. Yeah, that's kind of the weird one. I think there's a half like, team working on Grounded because it's been out for two years, and we've kind of been like, yeah, what are you doing? Or been out yeah. for three years, I think. That's the thing. It's like there's there's a trans something's going on. There. I think I think that Grounded has already run its course of like let's mm-hmm. keep some people on it, but like mm-hmm. we need to move. Yeah. So, um, I think it they might. And Bethesda has so they're they're working on uh <laughs> you fucking called it Star Citizen and I can't think of what the fuck is Starfield. Real. Starfield. Which is supposed to be this year. Alright, so Starfield's supposed to be this year. Then Elder Scrolls is next, right? For for like true Bethesda core things, yes. Um, but you still have like random id games in there and whatever else. Yeah. And then um but they wouldn't work on like a Fallout game. No, the Wolfenstein dev has they have indie. their own shit they have, going Well, on. they have indie. Yeah. And then it would be, theoretically, they could do a Fallout game, right? There wasn't anything else planned after Elder post, Scrolls? Post Elder Scrolls, you would have Fallout would be the rotation. So, assuming there's not a new IP again or something else. <laughs> yeah, so like the Obsidian and, and Bethesda, they line up where they'd almost be hitting it at the same time if they... Yeah, which I think you'd you'd let Bethesda run with doing Indiana Jones as it's not truly Bethesda, but Bethesda thing. Put, put it this way. When Skyrim comes out, 
not Skyrim. When Elder Skyrim when Elder too. when Elder Scrolls comes out, it's not going to lose its full team of devs for like two years. Yeah, because so, they're still right. going to be putting all the deals. So together. if you're in charge, if you're Phil Spencer, head of gaming, I'm um, I'm a god. Yes. Uh, who do you give the next Fallout game to? Obsidian. Same. 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 Regardless if it's New Vegas or not, I give it to them. Yeah. Yeah. Same. People would love it. Um, I give it to them because of what they did with Outer Worlds. I go, yeah. You, I go. You guys have proven you can still do it. Let's go. Yep. Uh, but go ahead. I give Bethesda. I don't give Bethesda anything. Fuck. The, no, I'm just kidding. Who? What? What would Bethesda like to do? Is there anything that Microsoft owns that Bethesda worked on at some point? Probably not. I don't think I don't think that's true. Not the probably not part. I think I think that's correct. I think I don't think there's anything they own. I'm trying to I gotta look this up real quick before I spout okay. off before I spout off with what I was gonna say. Um it takes two one game of the year at the twenty twenty two Dice Awards. That was the last one for the little things. Do you care to know you know, I'm not even gonna ask. They, okay. The Dice a- Awards Avowed was the fantasy game, by the way. That, yeah. The Dice Awards played out like every other award ceremony awards this year, so there wasn't. I don't. I didn't see any weird ones in there. I don't know if there's anything. Okay, and my iPad froze. Okay, there we go. Ah, Bethesda. Let me look through this real quick. Wow. Yeah, the Dice Award. The Dice Awards basically mirrored all the other awards this year, which is kind of interesting. Except Halo Infinite won Game of the Year for Action Game of the Year and Online Game of the Year. Um, That's interesting. It is. Sports Game of the Year was uh, Mario Golf. Which is... That's... What? Yeah. Why was that sports game? What? I'm going to look. I'm just gonna, what? <laughs> what? You dad, you challenge me? Uh, how we doing over there on searching? Uh, I found what I wanted, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted, so I need to double check something. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, sorry to ruin it. That's fine. That's fine. No big deal. Um, what do I want to talk about on my platform here? You have a whole platform. What have you been up to? Uh, we can go right to that. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, yeah, uh, yeah, flipping we just through. I mean, I've just playing playing Horizon for the most part when I can find time. Um, it's fine. I have some irritations with it, but you know, they're gripes more than anything else. Nothing crazy. Some bugs, which will probably get fixed eventually. So um, I think I'm still the farthest out of the three of us. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm the farthest out of the four of us if I include my coworker. <laughs> my uh, my coworker who's playing it, I think, is probably further than us, all of us. But he's getting into Elden Ring, so he will quickly fall behind. That's what I mean. That's what happened to Dewey. I was ahead of him. Same anyway. thing. With I, was Dewey. A, I was ahead of him anyway, and now I'll just be further. Yeah. Although I'm I'm catching up at a, in a good clip. I think you're catching up at a good clip, and I I would. Probably put money. You almost potentially have more hours played than I do. Maybe I, that, my hours are fucked up because of the whole 
everything. I well, it'd be double true anyway, though, because just just the way that you do play, where it is, hey, mm-hmm. I'm gonna explore and do this, and I'm like, you saw my map. Yeah, <laughs> there are very clear moments where I'm like, yeah. Well, you the other see, you can see where I ran. <laughs> the other irritation now, which I think might might put me ahead, is I'm I'm probably not gonna take knowing. From what you said earlier, oh, and, that I don't have certain things or whatever. Yeah, I'm probably gonna start stream like just get get to there to get those things. Yeah, and, so yeah. that then I can go through and do all the other shit, and not have to like double back as much as uh, I would otherwise. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, how are we doing over there? Any progress? Uh, not really. I'm not finding anything that's that's entertaining. I mean, Sad. give the idea. Well, our one idea was to give Bethesda some sort of Blizzard or Activision IP. Yeah, but I... There's nothing that really stands out that, like, screams... Here's my issue with Blizzard, or not Blizzard, with Bethesda, is they kind of lost their identity a little bit. Yes. So, it's hard to say, like, oh, they would be good with that franchise, because I don't really know what the fuck Bethesda is anymore, like... Yeah, what what I'd rather see out of Bethesda is something new. Again, yeah. again, after a Starfield. new a new IP, but like a new, like I want them to. And this is oh, no <clears> one <throat> is going to probably back me on this. I want them to make a new Commander Keen. I mean, that'd just be different. You've been saying that for a while. I know. That's just childhood, yeah. Want, though, but like, all right, we're giving Fallout away, so you can focus on a new Commander Keen, and they're going to go who, and you're going to go exactly. See you later. Yeah. But I'm Phil Spencer. I'm the head of gaming, so. Yeah, I get I get what I want. I get what I want. Um, yeah. Do you know how many hours in you were? I don't. I I checked, but a, w- a while ago. But my problem is, like, I I left my game on the menu a few times. No, okay. I'm just curious. I don't know. I don't know how it so. counts. Time. I don't know either. Which that's the other thing. So, like, I'm pretty sure I'm over twenty hours. Yeah, and I, I I believe I'm 20 hours and 40 minutes or something. So yeah, I think you were 22 hours, and I think I think I'm over that. But I think that like there's a couple hours that are probably just sitting at menus or like the PlayStation's left on. Yeah, but as per usual, it is always interesting to see our statistics. Yes, I've done one thing or one thing or one thing, or you know, per killed 180 some odd machines already or something yeah. <laughs> yeah which i'm pretty sure i'm not that high on machine count kills like i'm i'm yeah. probably not even like triple digits yet yeah and i'm just out here marking about stuff to, about to roll that over to 200 yeah. <laughs> listen man things get in my way i got places to be they gotta die more power to you it's just that's just how i know that the combat system's fucked yeah uh yeah um. Yeah. What have you been up to? I mean, that's been that. It's been Horizon for uh, a while. The last what Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday mm-hmm. was basically Horizon the whole time. I was I was genuinely concerned when you sent the Snapchat of Elden Ring because the way you took the Snapchat and you might have done it purposely, not purposely. I just I was sitting here and just did this. Yeah, it, but it did look like it took up an entire screen. Yep, and it was like there wasn't someone in it. You know, like a streamer that yeah. I could see. It was, he was just he was far enough to the right that he didn't show up in the shot. And so when when Dewey's like, "How far did you get?" I was like, "What am I, an idiot? <laughs> I'm not playing that game." <laughs> but I was like, "Oh God, yeah, what no, is he I, doing?" I I have more self respect for myself than to yeah. than to 
or not even self-respect. I have, I know that that would irritate the ever living shit out of me. I guess is yeah. probably, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm willing to put up with difficulty, but that is in a WoW rating, not Elden Ring pain. So that's the other thing. WoW dropped its patch on Tuesday. 9.2 is officially here. Zareth Mortis, uh, Sepulchre are the first ones. I saw Limit did a breakdown of Who? some of the changes. Limit. Who? Max. <laughs> Max. Not Limit. Max. <laughs> it's just funny to do it because a lot, a bunch of people used to call him, you know, Limit Max or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Just like, gosh, I'm not. My name is not Limit. <laughs> well, but it's it's what it was. It, all his tags were for the longest. time. Yeah, which so is the problem. It's, yeah, it's like it's not. <clears throat> it's not a true fault on you. It's just funny, yeah. Max. Especially because also it's not Limit either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Liquid. Yep, Liquid Max. Um, <laughs> Solid Max. <laughs> There's another one too. Isn't it? <laughs> um, around in the cardboard box. The uh, I saw you did a breakdown of like um, metal, metal max, metal. I think that might be one. Metal snake, salt snake, liquid snake. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not a. I'm not silver. A, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> silver server. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, he did do a. He he's done a few videos of like breakdowns or whatever. But like the. Depends on which one you're talking about. You're talking about the one that was thumbnailed downstairs. Um, That's the 9.2 DPS breakdown. Yeah, he started doing the class breakdowns or the yeah. role breakdowns or whatever you the, call it. Well, the 9.2 DPS breakdown is just a. Uh, he was calling people from the class communities and having mm-hmm. them rank their yeah their 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 well, DPS against where it'll be with two legendaries and stuff like that. Mm. Fun video just to hear everybody else's thoughts and stuff. Um. But yeah, Race to World First starts in two weeks. Nice. This coming Tuesday, the raid opens, and then the race starts the week after that. Mm-hmm. So I'll be raiding on Tuesday. Raiding. Bashing the old hat against the wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I'm known for. It's what I do. Uh, I have a funny, I have an actual hysterical story to tell you after this. Okay. Okay. Uh, but nobody else, the one person that I know for a fact will is, will be listening to this already knows the story. Okay. Because she's the one that told me it. Ah. Uh, or, or brought it to my attention, I guess. Uh, and then I'll I'll tell you because I just find it funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's been WoW and uh, Horizon are going to be my, my two things. Gran Turismo comes out Friday, though. So WoW, Horizon, and, and Driving. Mm-hmm. Wow, and, I so have, and I have Friday off, so you know what I'm so going to be doing. Sooner gonna, than I recall it being. You're going to find me sitting in just the driver's seat with surrounded by chips and like drinks of just like water bottles with straws. Of just going to town. <laughs> getting really mad at myself that I can't shave 0.5 seconds off my lap time at Daytona because I have, I've refused to learn how to turn right yet. <laughs> uh screaming that these uh these licenses are bullshit or something <laughs> curious what that's gonna be well not be, be i'm gonna be loving it it's gonna be a fun time anyway uh anything else i got nothing all right then we'll see you guys in seven days bye-bye even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.